Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. Every week on the podcast, we use the Reactivator to bring a guest into a video game and give them an opportunity to see it from a new perspective, and maybe meet some characters along the way. As always, I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, Nick Costanza, and joining me as always, Mr. Tyler Schnupp. Okay, uh, uh, I did not, uh, I did not get any nicknames. This is the first time I've ever heard you use nicknames for yourself. You know, they're nicknames that other people have used for me, and I think maybe you'll get one. Who gave you these? Uh, Tyler, how's games? Okay, games are good. Uh, I bought River City Girls, and I've been playing it a lot. River City Girls, what's that about? It's... uh, um, it's a sequel to the River River City something. It's an old game, but they redid it, and it's like an anime almost. And it's like they're like the girlfriends of the two male characters from this previous game, and it's a beat-em-up. It's pretty fun. Sounds like Riverdale, Archie stuff. <laughs> Betty and Veronica over here. No, no, it's not. You know, Jughead, what's his name? Cole Sprouse? Used to see him outside uh, Franklin Avenue, vaping. Okay, this is uh, no just about two two women um, uh, in, in anime style, and it's good. Anime sounds like Naruto. One Should, piece. Okay, let's in, in, uh, bring our guest in, huh? We have a great guest today, a hilarious comedian. You may know him from his podcast, The Meat. Or from his UCB Herald team, Bitchin'. Jake Jabor, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Jake. I'm happy to be here. How's games? Games is good. <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to say? It is. Games is good. <laughs> Only if they are. <laughs> Only if yeah, it's true. Games truthful. is good. Games can be bad. I don't. Uh, no, games is good right now. You've been playing more games. Yeah, I've been playing. I've played more in during the pandemic than I've played in years, probably. Um, I'm not hooked yet, I don't think. I find myself going like, I should pick that up and play a little bit more. Um, but I don't get around to it as often. But I'm still playing quite a bit of games. Well, I don't want to start a big fight. But, Jake, you had previously refused to play the game Red Dead Redemption 2 on the grounds that you build a house and become a farmer. Yes, that's correct. Correct. (laughs) Somebody told me that's what you do at the end of the game, and I refuse to work towards that. (laughs) Well, it's pretty fun. I... I mean, maybe now, honestly, now that I'm in quarantine and I can't go outside, the idea of building my own house and tending to my own crops sounds more appealing than it did uh, six months ago. Um, But I, you know, I like my video games for escapism, uh, which I guess would be escapism now. But I like stuff that you can do in a video game that you can't feasibly do in real life right you can easily be a cowboy in real life (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay i think we're uh using the term cowboy pretty loose or the god of war yeah i love the god of war Mm -hmm. i can't do that in real life right Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I realize uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Speaking of, it's time for Costanza's Call of Duty Corner. The more things change, the more they stay the same. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Mason, you muppet. We've in just like a ghost. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty <laughs> Corner, where I talk about all things COD. Quick update for the game Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The Halloween update has been announced and brings some familiar spooky ghouls into the fray. Uh, you can now play as Michael Myers and the puppet Jigsaw. I heard you could play as Leatherface. It's Leatherface. He looks a lot like Michael Myers. Oh, okay. They also... <laughs> so <laughs> so you were, were you wrong, wrong you were there? Wrong. Or <laughs> you just... It was the most incredible uh, <laughs> sweeping uh, mistake under the rug. Yeah. It is Leatherface. It looks like Michael Myers. <laughs> they added a jack-o'-lantern head onto the juggernaut suit. Looks really scary. Oh, my gosh. I was trembling watching the trailer. I was so scared. <laughs> In the Call of Duty meta, the SPR marksman rifle has been freaking shredding noobs. I heard <laughs> I heard it was nerfed, but that doesn't seem to have changed much. Uh, unrelated, I'm a big fan of the Jack-12 shotgun, the successor to Modern Warfare 2's AA-12. It's the same giant shotgun that Adrian Brody uses in the film Predators, and it looks really cool. Great. Lastly, for my Call okay. of Duty emotional update, my friends put me in timeout by not reviving me after I crashed our helicopter, and it made me really sad. If you have a teammate out there who's maybe doing a bad job, maybe not being as helpful as you wish they were, lift them up. Respect each other. Love each other. Okay. That's my Call of Duty update. Great. And, uh, you know, we are a new podcast. Maybe Jake doesn't know this. I hate Call of Duty. Um <laughs> And uh, it's uh, like pulling teeth for me every time. <laughs> Anyways, on to my segment, the emulation station. <clears throat> I don't have a, a theme yet. Um, uh, th this week, I haven't been playing many emulators. Uh, not even any of the baby games I was playing before. Uh, I played maybe a, a Street Fighter. No, wait. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 uh, briefly. But that's it. I've been too busy. And that's the end of my segment. Emulation station. Thank you. Jake. <laughs> yes? Anything to add on either of those segments? Um, let's see. Do they... You don't under... You don't, like... Leatherface doesn't have a backstory for being in the war, right? No, I believe it is a cosmetic costume that you can buy. Okay, great. And um, what are you playing your emulator on? Um, so I have a couple things. I have uh, a, a, a thing I got not too long ago that I love. It's called a uh, Retroid Pocket 2. It's from a Chinese company, and they just started making them. And you can play just down. You can put all your emulators on there. It's like a handheld thing. Looks uh -huh. really sleek. It's really nice. Okay. What's that called? The Retroid Pocket 2. Oh, I like that. It is good. It's, a, it's like 80 bucks. It's pretty worth it think you'd get a kick out of it okay yeah you, it's um uh, uh yeah you, it, there uh we'll talk about it after i maybe shouldn't say what it has on there um <laughs> it's it's pretty it's not racy or anything um it's all let's move laser on suit larry i know that reference 
<laughs> that was an early video game I played. Right. Uh, uh, this might be rude to ask, but did it make you horny? <laughs> it did not, but it was bundled with my friend had it um, on his computer, and he also had a like playmate puzzle. Uh, so you'd like put the puzzle together and it was a centerfold. So like <laughs> the game didn't make me horny, but when I think of the game, I think of that puzzle, uh, which also didn't make me horny cause you had to put the puzzle together. <laughs> uh, so much like the game, it was the promise of horniness, uh, with too much work. Right. That's wow. That's yeah. kind of insightful. Thanks. <laughs> Now, before we get into our topic of the day, I want to talk about your experience with gaming in okay. general. Now, we've talked a little about modern gaming, but when... I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> well, i just saying, as we were discussing games that you might have a nostalgia for, some of the ones you threw out there tended towards the early aughts, maybe earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... Yeah, I never had, I was a, like, uh, I don't know if consoles are more accessible now. Like, I don't know what the price range is. But, like, w- when I was growing up, they're just so expensive. Like, my parents were like, there's no way. Uh, so I would, like, I would always be a system behind. Like, I got a Nintendo, I think, when the Sega came out. And I remember my cousins having the Sega, um... And then I got a Super Nintendo when Sega 64 or whatever the next one came out was. And, like, my friend Joe had, like, a Sega Saturn. So on top of that, my parents were also only able to afford the games that were, like, cheap. So I had, like, Monopoly for the Super Nintendo. Uh, Not very enticing for sleepovers. uh, uh, Digitizing that game was not a way to, like, bring more friends over. (laughs) Um, but renting video games was a great way to sort of like play. Um, and I can remember like staying up late and playing video games at sleepovers and stuff. And then like high school to college was when multiplayer really like hit. So the 64, whatever had four controllers. And then when I was in college, the first Halo came out and I was just like at the perfect time because we, it was all landline which so it was like we were able to play a ton of people because we were all on the same network and i don't know if that experience would have translated if you like lived at home or something like that but it was like the college had ethernet and it was like halo just came out and it was like crazy i just remember and i again i had always like dipped my toe in uh i never got like super hooked on it um, but that's kind of my experience with it, I think. Yeah. I was always not having <laughs> the new best one, uh, <laughs> and then, um, being there for a real sweet spot in early gaming. That was a little bit of my experience too. For me, it was two generations after I was an Xbox 360 era gamer. That was when I got into online console gaming, I remember going to somebody's house who was a little older. They were um, two guys. They had come out of college and they were playing Halo on the landline connection. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm 
good at Halo 3. I can do this. And then they knew every sight line. They could just use the pistol and get instant headshots. I've never lost a game by as many points in anything <laughs> as I did that day in Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved. Wow. Um, uh, my first system was a PlayStation that I bought. Like, my first job, it was my first paycheck. And my dad was like, you're going to blow the whole paycheck on this PlayStation? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And it was right when Pro Skater was big. Mm-hmm. And before that was Pro Border, uh, which was the snowboard version. And I snowboarded. So th- that was like my access point. And then we played Pro Skater. That I like I lost an entire summer to playing that game. <laughs> um, and like I probably that soundtrack would still like bring me back to that thing but there was that's the thing is like i like those solo games and then anytime it becomes a competition it's so easy to find somebody better than me and then i'm like this is taking all the fun out of it for me (laughs) not that i need to beat them i just don't want to play a video game in which i get my ass kicked i i am very much the same way i don't i don't like i don't like call of duty hate it (laughs) Um, things like that, but I, I, I Pro Skater, I, I the same. I do love that they did the remakes just came out for one and two, and I, I, I beat it to completion. It was great. I, I get really obsessed with that. Did your muscle memory come back? Or Immediately, like... I was. Yeah, I was. I was really good. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it like, the, and they kept all the controls from like the later games too, and so I was like, mm, I got. I'm. I am very good at this. I remember all of it. I was wall riding. I was I was jumping those the, the bums. Did some ollies. <clears throat> yes. Did some kickflips. Couple. Did some six. Did you never play them? I played one of the Tony Hawks. It's, it was a long time ago. I don't remember which one. I have a nostalgia for it, but I remember the costumes you could pick that (laughs) went a long way for me i believe spider-man was in the game okay was that i think you could spider-man was that two might have been two three we should do research jake did you play shooters besides halo yeah um my these are great questions really tapping into some memories i haven't thought about i think my uncle and uh, my dad went back to school. He like he dropped out of Colorado State. <laughs> if he's listening, he's gonna be like, "How did he manage to like squeeze in?" I dropped out of college into a video game podcast, <laughs> um, and they sent him his transcripts like twenty years later or whatever. And he was like, "I did very bad." And so he went back to school, and there was an intro to the internet class, and he took me along, and some guy running the lab set me up to play doom i think uh and i was like i love doom uh and then i loved quake even more um and then there was like quake on playstation but like was hard to find like i don't know why and i could never get it for playstation and so i would play on the computer a lot of first person shooters and then i really love those games uh, and then every once in a while, I got my mom got me like a grab bag of CD-ROM video games, and it was like they were demos mostly, or like I think I got PC Gamer magazine, and it would come with like two levels. 
And so every once in a while, there'd be a really fun game that I would just play the first two. Uh, one, <laughs> it just now came back to me that one game I really loved, I think, was called Redneck Rampage. Oh. Uh, it was a first-person shooter, uh, oh, and you were, <laughs> you were a couple of uh, rednecks uh, with shotguns. Um, and maybe, like, you could throw chickens uh, as grenades or something like that. Um, that was a delightful game. And then... <laughs> I also sent Nick some screenshots of some other first-person shooters that I was a big Duke Nukem fan. Sure. Uh, when that animation happened where he rips the head off that monster and shits down its neck, I was like, <laughs> video games are the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and you could go to the strip club or whatever and right. like, <laughs> uh, tip them dollars. That made me horny. Uh, um, and some other very problematic games uh, in retrospect. Tyler, can you do a Duke Nukem impression? Oh, yeah. Is that close? Uh, I keep. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. That's one of them. I'm all out of gum. That's pretty good. (laughs) And I'm all out of gum. (laughs) Oh, that was good. And I tried to play the new one when it came out, and it either wasn't good or the game was never good, and I grew up. Duke Nukem Forever? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad game. Yeah. Famously trash. On the opposite side, we have a game we're talking about today. A good game. GoldenEye 007 is a video game developed by Rare and published by Nintendo. It was originally released on August 25th, 1997 for the Nintendo 64. GoldenEye is an adaptation of the 1995 James Bond film of the same name and features a campaign that drops the player into the role of Bond as he follows the events of the film attempting to stop a satellite weapon from creating a global financial meltdown caused by Bond's former friend and betrayer 006, Alec Trevelyan. The game was designed by a notably inexperienced team and during production expectations were set low by the media. However, the game was ultimately released to critical success, selling over 8 million copies, and to this day is often cited as one of the greatest video games of all time. Uh, Among the features that made this game so revolutionary include an emphasis on stealth gameplay, realistic elements like uh, location-specific hit detection, and of course, it's split-screen multiplayer. So Jake and Tyler. Yes? Did you play this game growing up? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what a bomb I would have dropped on this podcast. <laughs> I just picked one at random and have no idea. Although that storyline, I couldn't have told you what the campaign was for that game. I think the same here. And yes, I did play it. I spent a little portion of time in researching this, watching the story. Uh, somebody did all up playthrough of it on youtube and only a couple minutes in i thought this is not what people remember this game for no no it's the camp like the multiplayer Mm -hmm. yeah although i think there's a moment very early on in the game where you drop into a toilet and assassinate someone sometimes people bring that up i do not remember that either it is one of the opening scenes in the film as well. Oh, well, uh, you know, for your listeners, saying dropped into a toilet, 
I think you mean into the stall. <laughs> into the stall. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Not Austin Powers. I was like, I don't remember dropping into an actual toilet. I would have remembered that and probably played that a bunch. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, I did, uh, uh, yeah, this was like a, I watched a, a, a making of video of this, of this video game. And yeah, it was like all of the, <clears throat> these people it was like their first video game ever. And so, and they were like taking like actual pictures of the set and trying to make it like as authentic to the, you know, like the movie as possible, like with, but there was also nobody had a voice in the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like everything looked really good, but it is just like, uh, you know, <laughs> there's text dialogue when a story beat is happening. Mm-hmm. It will say bond Alec, we got to go or something like that. But it, even in watching it on YouTube, it would be so high up on the screen that if I was just watching the gameplay, it would take me a second to process. Oh, I should be reading something too. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, another fact I did love is that everything uh, you shoot uh, explodes, mm-hmm. um, uh, which uh, which I did not know because um, again I only played the multiplayer. But I, does that happen in the multiplayer? You know I don't know if it does. I don't remember. I I have a pretty big fondness or memory for the proximity mines. That was kind of my jam. Mm. There was, like, nothing more satisfying than, like, laying a bunch of proximity mines and then hearing somebody go, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, some playable characters include James Bond, Alec Trevelyan, several Russian characters, uh, and then uh, some... Yes, uh, Nadia. <laughs> Nadia. Nadia, she's great. Natalia. Need... What? oh her name's Natalia. <laughs> what the hell? I just watched the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe they change it for the game. They change a lot of names. Uh, we need to get to the control room. For the, uh... Boris, Valentin Zukovsky. That was the guy played by Har- Hagrid from Harry Potter. Xenia mm-hmm. uh, Anatop, the femme fatale. Anatop. Mm-hmm. F- what? says that in the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. And she's like, yes, Anatop. Uh, that, but that was your impression of... Uh, the director. <laughs> uh, the general appears, and then some throwback characters from other Bond movies, including Baron Samedi, Mayday, Jaws, and Oddjob. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> he was the most controversial character. Why was don't he? you explain? Well, we had like a no odd job rule in the multiplayer because he was small. Mm-hmm. And you okay. couldn't hit him. Uh, so you couldn't play as... Uh, that was like... The more you played, the more you like... With any video game, it's like you find out like... the Like Pro Skater, it was like, oh, you know, over on this half pipe, you can like jump outside the game and do forever 1080s <laughs> or whatever and yeah. rack up a huge score. Uh, and it was like odd job, you couldn't shoot because uh, he was a little character right okay. is that the controversy that's it this is something that a lot of people have talked about lots of friend groups had no odd job rules and i was curious because <laughs> odd job is small in the game he's the smallest character model it seems like 
the game designers may have mixed him up with another Bond villain. Um, no. The, uh, so this is info I do have because okay. I, just, I watched this video. This is like being interrogated by two detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to their notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the um, one of the designers who it was her job to like put everybody in, uh, she was just like, I thought he was cool. <laughs> That's really the only reason she put him in. She's like, mm, I, he was pretty cool. Okay, because there was a character named Nick Knack played by Hervé Villachez in The Man with the Golden Gun who is small. Odd job was not that small. He's the guy from Goldfinger with the hat with the spiky rim on it, cuts the head off a statue, mm-hmm. sort of a famous-ish side villain but he is smaller in the game and the reason why it's such a pain to play against him is because he's just short enough that the auto aim goes over his head whereas it hits every other character Mm. so you have to manually aim to shoot him where you wouldn't if someone was playing as someone else and he sounds like the ultimate villain yeah in a way he is and you could have the golden gun, mm-hmm. which you said Nick Knack was part of the man with the golden gun. Yes. That's interesting. The man with the golden gun was his superior, played by Christopher Lee, <laughs> as Scaramanga. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I, had a, I had an interesting fact that I did like. Um, when, um, if initially, the game, uh, when, when it was in production, was too bloody for uh, 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 Nintendo Japan. And <clears throat> some of the suggestions they gave Nintendo America for this, or for this crew, was what if, if when the dead, when the people fall on the floor, when you kill someone, they get up and then they, and then you shake hands after. <laughs> Um, they're like, you, you know, and, and maybe they have a party. I think that was also one of the notes. Yeah. That might have increased my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, but if you, if you are like James, but if you are pretending you are James Bond and like shooting someone and then like those little red things get up and then having a party with everyone you've just <laughs> killed, like I think that would be so annoying because mm-hmm. you kill so many people in this game. Yeah, I did watch the movie and in the end there's an extended de- death sequence of the villain where he falls off a giant tower and breaks his back and then James Bond drops a satellite dish on him and it explodes and kills him. Mm-hmm. But if you stay to the end of the credits, he goes up and shakes his hand right yeah and to me i was like okay this is a movie we're having fun you know i don't mm-hmm. need to I need yeah to. the first stinger i think yeah the first stinger yeah that's what we call an after credit sequence tyler <laughs> thank you uh so i did watch the movie and i want to talk about the <laughs> franchise a little bit well, but... okay <laughs> <laughs> sure go that, for it bud. before that jake i just want to know who were the people you were playing this game with? Uh, they were my high school friends. Uh, we we primarily played it in either John, uh, Jeremy Waldron's basement, um, Shout like out. all day, huh? Shout out! Shout out, Jeremy Waldron, uh, or John Orlando's bedroom again all day, like no light, <laughs> just playing consistently and. Uh, we got, I remember Capture the Flag being really popular at one point. Um, I could be confusing this with another game, but 
obviously this is fun when there's four people Mm -hmm. with two people it's like less fun so you'd play capture the flag and you'd make your teammate a robot (laughs) uh so it was like early bots and they would run after the flag and the fun was like sometimes they would get it and make their way back and sometimes they would get like stuck uh or not uh succeed in bringing it back so it was fun to work with the computer um and we would like you would i could be confusing this with other games but it's like you just like pick different variations and so it would be like we're gonna only do a mines like proximity mine round and it's like that's all you had and you had that or like uh only golden gun um and this game was also the reason that i told my dad i wanted to get a nine to five summer job like because all my friends worked in construction and i worked in a restaurant and i was like i want to be able to like hang out with them on the weekends and play video games and he was like, you can't shape your life around your friends. And then I was like, yes, I can. And they're my <laughs> friends and they'll be my friends forever. And he was like, they won't <laughs> they won't be your friends forever. You'll grow up and move and you'll make new friends who you work with. And I was devastated at the harsh reality he was giving me. And quite possibly double down on playing video games with my friends as much as I could because of it. Wow. Do you still talk to any of these fellows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Orlando's uh, my closest friend. Shout out. Shout uh, out. And his dad was worried we were spending too much time, just him and I giggling in his room. <laughs> uh, he was like, what are they doing up there? Because we would just play that video game and laugh uh, like constantly. Um, a really good time. That's so nice. What a happy ending to that story. Yeah. I, I miss that day of like, a Friday after school, you go home to your friend's house, you get pizza, you hang out, you play video games all night, maybe you watch a movie, everybody falls asleep, and then you just, like, roll out of bed, like, in a sleeping bag or on the couch and just turn the video games on. And it's like, we're in this for the next six to eight hours. And it was like, you could play for a while and, or watch or, like, man, that was a good time. That's some solid nostalgia right there. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Those are my favorite moments growing up. Exactly what you just described. Yeah. Nowhere to be, nothing to do. And it's like you could hear the little, like, click on of the video game. And it was like nobody was like, we're still sleeping or whatever. It was just like, cool, people are getting started. I'm going to (laughs) go. Your parents have cool cereal. I'm going to go have some. Uh, Cool cereal, huh? My parents never bought fun cereal, uh, but everyone else. Or John would make us breakfast. He was real cool about making breakfast. But I re- remember, like, I think Jeremy's parents had, like, Fruit Loops or Tricks or, like, fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm just curious, pivoting a little bit. I'm personally a big James Bond fan. Growing up, I had the book of Bond that treated him like he was a real person. Show Like, this is the gadget he used in this movie and... This is the woman he interacted with in that movie. (laughs) That's how they said it. (laughs) Yes, very clinical. (laughs) Okay. Lots Uh, of interactions. How do you guys feel about Bond as a franchise? Tyler? Um, You know, I don't much care for it. I think it's fine. Uh, I have seen a lot of them uh, because I had a... uh, uh, a stepfather from across the pond growing up and he loved James Bond and uh, the fact that I think he liked it made me hate it 
and I still hate it to this day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, not I maybe not hate it. I shouldn't say hate it. I I uh, I, I just don't I I don't really. It's it's fine, but it's like if I don't have to watch it, I never will. Yeah. Um. I hate to be the hater of this podcast. <laughs> I, I I I really am. I there's like I the the most things I've talked about is like I love baby games, and I have said that <laughs> multiple times. That, you know that does a lot of heavy lifting for the hater of the like that makes you very endearing you right. love your baby games and hate everything else right it's your save the cat moment mm-hmm. yeah there you go i was just trying to think if i could slip in something about your stepfather being timothy dalton and couldn't do it organically so i thought i'd just bring it up now nice okay. great um i i kind of love james bond but i think because i don't hold it too dearly like I hadn't seen any of the movies before GoldenEye, like when GoldenEye came out, and there'd been a few, there'd been a gap that was like right at my age range where it's like, I would have been too young to watch whatever one came before it. License to Kill. License to Kill. And then I came of age, and then they were like, James Bond is back, and it's uh, (laughs) the boyfriend from Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) And I was like, sweet. Uh, And uh, I remember like loving that movie. And then I think the thing about James Bond films, with the exception of Casino Royale and Skyfall, is like, I don't know that a movie, like a franchise, ages as poorly as James Bond films. Yeah. Like, and I rewatched GoldenEye and I was like, I was like, this is actually pretty good. But each one is like, wow, cool. And then three years go by and you're like, this is terrible. Except for whatever the last Pierce Brosnan one was. I saw that in the theater and was like, this is dog shit. Die another day. Die another day. The worst in the franchise. And that's saying a lot, because some of those early ones are trash. Yeah. And yet, none of them feature a sequence where James Bond paraglides away from a space laser melting an ice palace. Straight into a toilet. (laughs) Straight into a toilet. Isn't he on a car door? Maybe it's a car door, but it's some kind of visual tie back to him surfing. In the yes. Beginning yeah, of the yeah, yeah. It is. And yeah, very bad. But I think they're very fun. I also like anything that the culture sort of is like, ooh, new James Bond movie. Who's the villain? Who? What's the song? Uh, I get wrapped up in that stuff. I like the like the weird trivia of like sean connery doing a james bond movie that wasn't an officially licensed mm-hmm. movie which one the, was that i don't know this he did a remake of his own film thunderball all of the james bonds that are canon were done by eon productions and then he was kind of tired of the franchise so he left and another company recruited him to do a remake of that movie the name is escaping me i'm embarrassed uh but this is around the time where George Lazenby came in, yeah, the Australian model, and had what some people consider the best of the franchise made bad purely off his performance. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, I like that stuff. And I think Skyfall is one of my favorite movies. I think that is like... Oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's pretty much Home Alone for the last 30 minutes or whatever. So that does a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, that's my phrase for this podcast. <laughs> Jake heavy lifting. Uh, right. Never Great. say Everyone never gets again. a nickname but me. <laughs> <laughs> heavy lifting Jake, the Cod King, Nick. Yeah. Tyler. <laughs> Baby Tyler. <Maybe>? No! <laughs> 
Never Say Never Again was the remake film. Uh, I wanted to bring the movies up a little bit because I did just watch GoldenEye. And in a way, I was impressed by the game. It is truly a one-to-one remake Mm. for most of the movie. Uh, That said, the movie is not that great. It's considered the best Pierce Brosnan, but talk about problematic elements. Uh, His plot with the romantic interest, their running gag is that every time they get into trouble, she says, how come you never ask if I'm okay? And he shrugs. (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's a relationship James Bond has had with a woman in a film that was okay at the time and has aged any better. They're always like, that is the funniest thing about those movies is he'll like surprise a woman in the shower. Oh, <laughs> She'll God. be like, oh, and it's like. He does that in Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, he does it uh, consistently. There's a great Saturday Night Live sketch, uh, James Bond sketch where. David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just uh, have you guys seen David S. Pumpkins? Oh, so uh, I think it, Chris Cornell is either james bond or the doctor and it is basically like you've contracted 147 stds you have a lot of phone calls to make (laughs) Uh, it's a tremendous sketch uh we're gonna move on in a sec but chris cornell makes me think i finished golden eye and was like that was fine and immediately put on casino royale hands down the best one it's the best bond movie as a movie that can't be understated. And the Bond girl, Vesper Lind, played by Eva Green, she matches him. She's great. She's very good. And, uh, you know, nothing like a truly creative torture scene in which they cut the bottom out of a chair to swing a rope with a big knot in it into his balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> More thought was put into that than any of the gadgets uh, in the entire <laughs> franchise. It's like... It, they have to t- take a while to explain what's happening. He, <laughs> uh, James Bond is like, I think I have an itch you need to scratch. Uh, Mads Nicholson just swings a giant rope with a big knot tied at the end into his ball. <laughs> they had to find a chair and cut the center out of it. Find a big rope. It is the craziest torture sequence that ends with the mo. I love that movie, but I don't. I think they went against tradition and just had the main bad guy killed off screen or whatever. And I think that sucks. It is shocking. I like it because of the subversions of the tropes there. Yeah. Bond does not get the bad guy. He doesn't get the girl either. No. It's very unique. And I like that. And I was thinking, Jake, back to Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> just a easy segue uh you know you played this game a lot mm-hmm. have you ever been in this game <laughs> i have not well Interesting. we sent you a reactivator uh-huh and i was thinking we might just plug it in and go inside the game you know I'll see what happens maybe. that sounds great okay yeah so um i'm gonna plug mine in now i got a copy of the n64 uh i'm just gonna blow in this cartridge real fast okay it's a little dirty. Okay, and uh, I think mine's a little dirtier. Um, let me need to get in there. Yeah, okay. Still not working, huh? No, it's, let me get one more. Mine went in. Okay, mine did too. Dick, did yours go in? Um, 
No. <laughs> You're gonna have to blow it up. Okay. <laughs> and then I hit it. Uh, if you're my nephew and you get frustrated, uh, you would take the game out of the console, open the front door, and throw the game into the street. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen a tantrum like that in my life. He went to so much work. I was like, where's he going? Open the front door and threw the game into the street. Uh, but thankfully, mine's working. All right. I'm booting on the reactivator. Let's go inside Goldeneye and have a rip roaring time, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, we're in this the lost jungle level, the Aztec pyramid <laughs> level. <laughs> I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, with all the bricks and pillars around looks like there's a game of capture the flag going on with four other players yeah i see a couple robots just standing against a wall how do you know they're robots oh their movement patterns look off but i guess i can't tell for sure i'm gonna go tap one on the shoulder hello hello Ooh. Hello? Ah. Well. We, we see it's just this robot is just glitching out. It's like kind of going through a wall and coming back. Oh, it's a glitchy robot. It looks like Jaws, the really tall henchman character. Ah. His classic line. Okay, well, <laughs> Nicky seems to be stuck in that wall. We should probably keep going. I don't know if you want to waste your time with him. Help. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. You're probably not worth it. Let's just move on. <laughs> Here, let me put this proximity mine down real fast. Ooh, that looks cool. It does look cool. Anyway, uh, Jake, it's a golden gun. Oh, <laughs> look at that. I got a golden gun. Wow, that's pretty. <clears throat> uh, we see... Um... Uh, we see another character approach. Uh, <clears throat> we need to get to the control room. Nadia? <laughs> or wait, Natalia. Yes, no, it is Nadia. It, that's actually real. That's my name. <laughs> it is Nadia? Yes. You Shoot. need to get to the control room? We need to get to the control We see she starts just wandering in front of where people are shooting. <laughs> Nadia, watch out! <laughs> we need to get to the control room. <laughs> She's doing okay. She's doing pretty good. I guess we'll follow her lead? Yeah. Okay. Let's just go. Ah, ow! You see all these bullets are hitting both Nick and Jake, but Nadia's doing just fine. We, f- we fall down. We get back up. We shake hands. With each other. <laughs> Streamers go off. Uh, yeah, pretty nice. Good little party. Seems like we're in the more friendly, family-friendly version. It feels good. I feel welcomed here now. Yeah, I like that. Hear a little rustle go by. Huh. There's some commotion happening in the men's restroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Curiosity's taking over. I got to go check it out. I got to get in there. <laughs> this is incredible. <clears throat> this Amazon jungle there is 
a restroom labeled for men. Uh, knock knock. I just gotta let myself. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Oh. Hey! Oh! Occupied. Alec. Alec Trevelyan. Yes. Wow! You betrayed James Bond. Yes, I did. I was tired of doing the bidding for the queen. Oh. Her Majesty. So I'm now working for the Russians. Oh. Okay. Um. I'm poopy, so (laughs) can I help you with anything? (laughs) I'm sort of realizing that that's what's happening. It's maybe uncomfortable. We hear the shuffle go uh, behind Nick. What is that? What is that? (laughs) You see it's a tiny man with a hat. (laughs) Just a glimpse of the hat. Hey, guys. (laughs) I'm French for the record. This is my voice. Can we do this outside of the bathroom? I'm still... I Make your introductions outside of the bathroom, please. Okay, I'm sorry, Mr. Trevelyan. We'll leave a few alone. Okay. I'm sorry, one more thing. What? Uh, oh, my God. When you fell off the satellite dish, did it hurt? Yeah, I broke my back. Okay, I- and... When you said for England, James, and he said no for me, um, did that really cut you deep? Yeah, emotionally that hurt a lot. I, um, I thought I, you know, I had my plan for a financial crisis, but also I wanted to get back at James Bond. Yeah, because he set the detonator for three minutes instead of six minutes. <laughs> we hear a toilet flush. <laughs> We need to get to the control room. <laughs> Nadia walks out. And she's back. <laughs> Was Nadia using the toilet? Yes. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she even flushed, and you can still tell she used the toilet. That is disgusting. Um, Nadia, wash your hands. <laughs> we need to get to the control room. <laughs> ah! <laughs> My proximity mine. (laughs) Ah, the sweet, sweet sound. And then we hear the sound of streamers. (laughs) We got to get out of here. I think this guy's coming to shake my hand right now. (laughs) We see me um, (laughs) just using the uh, golden gun uh, to blow up different, uh, just anything. You having fun over there? <laughs> hey guys! Oh hey, sorry. <laughs> You're just shooting anything? Yeah, it all blows up, and the golden gun only takes one hit. Whoa! Whoa! It looks freaking cool too. It's very cool. It is the only weapon I think in this game that's not from the original, or not from Goldeneye. Right. Because is that it's correct? From the man with the golden gun. Yeah. It was used by Scaramanga, the superior to Nick Nash. Shut up. Yes. Judo chop. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nick falls down, gets back up. They shake hands. <laughs> I am invincible. <laughs> Look, it's Boris Krishenko. <laughs> He's clicking that pen. Three, three clicks, arms it. One click, dis- disarms, disarms it. it. It's a bomb. 
fact, I've got the bomb pin. It's Boris. I'm an incel in the movie. <laughs> You're an incel? Yes. <laughs> I do a not. A bit of a pioneer, Boris. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a police to me. <laughs> uh, click, click, click. Hey, Boris, let's hear one of your classic uh, innuendos for boobs. Uh. The, uh, the, what do you do with the door? Uh, if you want someone to open the door, you do something to it. This is from the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> I have not used, read the script in a while. Oh, no, you guys. This is making me horny. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, I can't describe it, but I can show you. Help me put this puzzle together. <laughs> Well, now I'm losing it. <laughs> it's 1,000 pieces. Okay. This is close to a baby game, Tyler. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> I d- that doesn't make me horny. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we see uh, uh, Nadia's in the corner, uh, like very far away. She's uh, coming. Uh, she's coming down. She, we can see her coming. You just hear a little bit. And then, I need to get to the control room. Oh, Fine. We'll get to the control room. Okay. Let's go. All right. Sorry, Boris. We're just going to leave you. <laughs> leave here. you with your puzzle. And I believe the punchline is knockers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you, Boris. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, <clears throat> uh, we, we, cut to, we cut to the control room. Hello. It's not Boris. This is Xenia on the top. Hello? <laughs> I am the character lady who chokes you with my thighs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, that's your finishing move. Yes. yes. Oh, you no. Know what I mean. It's about to be my finishing move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, we both said it at the same time. <laughs> I guess we see... <laughs> You see Anatop put Tyler in a leg chokehold. We oh! <coughs> see I fall to the ground. <laughs> but I don't get up. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Is it, was that not fatal or was that the point of it? He is getting down. He's not getting up. We see I'm glitching through the floor. <laughs> oh, he's stuck. What are you doing in here? It's me, Russian scientist. Everybody's <laughs> favorite character to play. <laughs> Whoa. The, the guy. The you, guy. <laughs> you guys, are you trying to do the plane? The plane? <laughs> you guys can't be in the control room. You got to get out of here. We were told to come in here. We see that Nadia is is at the control center, just like typing, just very <laughs> stiff-armed. <laughs> Uh, the the display <coughs> of the giant computer is like a puzzle that's getting put together. <laughs> what are you doing in here? Uh, I am scientist. Very threatening in this game. You can give me a gun, but I still have a science lab coat. Okay. Um, I got this golden gun here. Uh, Jake, hand it over. What? Hand over the golden gun. <laughs> Why? The scientist is scary. If he has a golden gun, he's going to look super threatening. <sighs> Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> Shoots me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> down to the ground. 
Shake his hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shake his hand. I, no, I don't want to. You can't be a bad sport. It's unbelievable. Jake gets up. <laughs> the Russian scientist shakes his hand. Pew! The little party streamers. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is fun. We're having a good time. We see that we see uh, that the uh, the puzzle pieces on the uh, the computer screen that Nadia was working on have formed a skateboarder. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it looks like Spider Man. No, it's Tony Hawk. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jaws walks in and hands Nick a flag. Hey. <laughs> He captured the flag. <laughs> hey, good job, Jaws. Good job, Jaws. Nice work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's uh, he's not going to shake your hand. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Uh, shake your hand. Come uh, on. That's not how he's programmed. You're going to have to shoot him if you want to shake his hand. All right. Here goes nothing. <laughs> we see that Tony Hawk has jumped out of the oh! TV and he's accidentally shot Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony! <laughs> oh my god, you shot Tony Hawk. Oh my gosh. What the hell, dude? What now? I was creating first uh, skateboarding video game. <laughs> now what? One of you is going to have to be my Tony Hawk avatar. <laughs> going to be me, James Bond. <laughs> Bond, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You didn't think you'd encounter me here. Actually, we were pretty sure we would. <laughs> yeah. You were actually very late to it. Uh, well, I got busy. I was in the men's room. We cut to the <laughs> men's room and see what James Bond has done. <laughs> it's very noticeable, even though he's flushed. <laughs> cut back. That guy dropped in the stall to kill a man, and... Uh, I had to go. <laughs> okay. What do you want me to say? James, uh, l- less words. Uh, economy of words, okay? Uh, have you ever skateboarded before? It's important for this game. Well, I've surfed before on a car door. <laughs> that seems improbable <laughs> and not the, particularly impressive for an agent or anything else. I was avoiding a space laser. There's no space lasers uh, in the Pro Skater game. Do you think you can handle it without the threat of death? Well, let me try it. Also, no female players in the game, I don't think. (laughs) Uh, Probably shouldn't say this, but it doesn't really bother me. (laughs) Okay, great. uh, James Bond jumps into the Tony Hawk video game. Beeping in it. The scars on. Geek flip. Ollie. What's my accent again? <laughs> Ollie's doing pretty good. I'm an Irish guy and he, I do a British accent. I can do this. He's skateboarding through Venice. Uh, who's another f- player in the game? Chad Muska. Chad Muska. He's skating through Venice. <laughs> Chad Muska. He sees Chad Muska uh, <laughs> showering off at one of the like beach showers. Shower. That's an activity I could get into. He walks in the shower behind Chad. (laughs) What the hell, dude? Mind if I join you? Absolutely. What are you doing? Get in the shower. Wow. A little dirty. <laughs> we see he puts his hands on my shoulders and Chad Musk's shoulder. <laughs> what are you doing? There. Um, 
this, okay, wait, he's getting consent. Okay, this is okay. I guess it's fine, but it's weird. <laughs> they uh, come out of the shower uh, on a single skateboard riding together. Kickflip. In that control room, everybody's just watching the TV. This game is working well. Yes, it is. I'm here too. I am invincible. <laughs> Boris. 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 <clears throat> I liked the part where he went into the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Boris. Stop it. Seriously, that's not cool. How's the puzzle coming, Boris? I'm almost finished. Okay, great. Now I've got a soft. <laughs> No, Tyler, you're really going to like it when it's done. <laughs> oh, well, if you heard of the if you heard of the good stuff, I'd love to be horny. <laughs> I've almost finished Leisure Suit Larry's bold spot. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh. wait, this puzzle is of Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> yes, he's about to enter the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we get to see what happens inside the strip club, or is it just text telling it's us? puzzle number three. Oh, God. I don't know if we have the time for that, Boris. We've got to get this uh, video game finished and then get it uh, zapped up into the satellite. Oh, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yes, it's Capture the Flag, but there's also a storyline that nobody's really been following. Jake, thank you for coming to the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug today? Well, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, you can listen to the Meat Improv uh, at the. Just type in the Meat Improv. It's a podcast. Uh, or True Deception is a improvised true crime podcast. Uh, or go to weimprov.org if you want to take some improv workshops. Or twitch.tv slash weimprov if you want to watch any of these uh, fun people improvise. You can see Tyler and I on oh, yeah. Twitch. We improv every week. Yeah, you can every also Tuesday. listen to both of us on our own individual episodes of The Meat. Improv. That's correct. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> and you can follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Just a reminder, if you leave a five-star review of Reactivators on iTunes and drop a Call of Duty tip in the comments, I will read it on the show. Here's an example of one I found. <laughs> Cod tip. Don't play with Nick. <laughs> My mm. Call of Duty tip is, if you play with Nick, loot all the money you can. He will need to be bought back four to five times. <laughs> okay, uh, that's not really the purpose of the tips. I loved it. Um, yeah, so maybe just add something a little bit more constructive, uh, like about how to play the game that would really help us out. Tyler, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> uh, Schnup69 across all platforms. As always, there will be a companion stream on Twitch at Nick Costanza every Monday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Special thank you to our producer, Lindsay Deming, for making this show slap. This has been, <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.